We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Aaron. Hey, we are recording. I miss you guys. I miss you too. I miss you too. Gotta well, get all I, situated here. I yeah. do have to say, I feel really glad that you rode your bike over Aaron the other day and you waved at me uh-huh. when we were on our patio. That I was, was so nice. Real good. That was a, the, it was great to ride through Denver, stop and you see social distance, you and Amy and my friend yeah. Dan, and then Chris's friend Dan. We took a little, uh bike ride around the city and it was it's nice because there's not as many cars out so it was just good to, to ride around and chris fixed my bike so now i have different handlebars and easier brakes so it was a beautiful day beautiful face i see along the way yeah surprise surprise it's so We're nice coming. to like see you in person and mm -hmm. then i got to see amy today to give you I your know. headphones we're yep. looking like gamers today. I know. We're we're like serious today. <laughs> Got a little equipment upgrade. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And then you everybody's like wearing hoodies today. That's right. Y'all are representing. Represent. I need to get mine. I you do. You do. I, I have a zip up one. Oh my gosh. I totally should have put it on. But it's Well, like, instead you have your sloth hiking club. So that's, yeah. that's pretty great too. But it's like Hiking My, um, team. Hiking, hiking team. team. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I have this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there, there you, you are. Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that. So, how's the week, people? This one was a little rougher for me. I got to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know if it's like the monotony of the days or, you know, just life you know, just like life mm -hmm. being life for what it is and then being feeling this like stuck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but yeah, it just felt more, just wasn't as, wasn't as like positive or whatever for me right. this week. Right. What yeah. about for you guys? Anna, how about you? I feel like, um, take a screenshot really quick so I can share that on our social. <laughs> um, I, um, feel like it was, this week was different too, but it almost felt easier for me because I feel like I have a new level of acceptance. Mm -hmm. And I mean, mindset is everything, right? And I also like feel like I'm kind of just getting into like a groove with this whole situation. And it's like the like adrenaline or something that came mm -hmm. with it initially or just like the shock is like wearing off and it's just right. kind of like literally feels like oh this is a new normal and oh if I can like work or like get out solo and do a walk and have some alone time um like that just helps so much and mm -hmm. honestly I'm kind of sick of talking about the coronavirus I'm right. like and it could be because I completely overdid it with all of like the articles <laughs> it was you? intense article no. it was intense article <laughs> yeah it really so was i could be totally just maxed out like all right i've done enough what i can researched as much as i can like it is what it is at this point and you know 
yeah, I, I'm like, yeah. So let's talk right. about the coronavirus. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Erin? How was the week? Um, well, so on Sunday I did, you know, I am trained in healing touch. And so I normally go to get regular healing touch treatments. And so on Sunday I went to, uh, I didn't go anywhere. I had Cynthia, who is my healing touch uh, practitioner and my teacher. She, I was like, okay, so <laughs> if I'm going to be a healing touch practitioner and this distance healing thing, quantum physics-y type of thing is, uh, it can happen, then I'm going to give it a try, but I am kind of skeptical, right? Because I'm always yeah. skeptical about yeah. it. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, if I am promoting this thing, I need to see if it actually works. So I did the session and I laid down on the table. I talked to her, then I put on my music, set an alarm, and then I woke up and I'm not kidding. I thought I was full of shit, but it is, uh, it was a game changer for me. So I think I was like, uh, yeah, it was incredible. Um, and then I felt finally like, oh, okay, like I feel back into myself. I felt like good, like right as same as I do after regular healing touch sessions. So my energy Whoa. was all online, which was awesome. Um, so that was on Sunday. Wait, so yeah. I have a question about that. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, does the practitioner just... So they're pretending like they're, she's got her table out and they're pretending. Yeah. I did this in my apprenticeship, like as a practitioner. And I was yeah. um, surprised at like the intuitive stuff that came up about the person, even though they weren't there. Because energy, do, you don't need to be in the same space. So I've been Whoa. to her, her space, all the, yeah, uh, space all the time, like probably at least once a month or every other week for like a long time now. And so, uh, yeah, so she did this. And so we talked about it. She laid the table out. She, so she works on me as if, if I'm there. And so this is what she says to me. And I was like, okay, whatever. I roll my eyes. So she was like, okay, well, you'll, I'll ground you at about 40 minutes. And so you'll probably be able to feel that. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And so literally <laughs> my, I felt like a dunk, um, on, in the middle of my body. And then like a couple minutes later, uh, my alarm went off. It was, the, it was awesome. And so, um, so could totally feel what she was talking about, which is, and I'm sensitive to energy, but I think it's the same thing. So that is, that was awesome. So it got me back in my window of tolerance that because I was pretty like, my uh, nervous system was pretty overactivated. Um, in like go mode to figure out how to do all this. So I feel like I have come to a place of acceptance with this, but I'm also able to feel because I'm in my window of tolerance, I can feel all of my feels. Um, I've been way more teary just because I'm feeling everything. Um, but also like a better range of acceptance, especially with the business about mm -hmm. just, this is where it is and this is what we have to do. Um, but I'm definitely feeling, um, a lot more than I have this entire time. So that's mm. where I am. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing that the healing touch was able to work. I know. Like it's so that's hard amazing. to understand. It's so yeah. crazy. But yeah. I, I mean, I totally believe it. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, and I'm skeptical, even though that I do that, I am a skeptical of all of that before. And it was super cool. So. Wow. There's that. Yeah. So there you go. There you we can do it. it uh, oh, virtual healing touch. Yeah. Even though that seems like an oxymoron. Yeah. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> it touch. totally does. Yeah. Virtual. Well, well you don't touch. actually have to, when you're doing, you don't have, you can do like light hand placements or you don't even have to be touching the person. Cause in like other forms of energy healing, like people don't, they don't touch you a lot hmm. of the times. Aww. So, yeah. So cool. Fascinating. That could be really good for coronavirus. Yeah. 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 Like, oh my gosh. I can heal you. I'm not really going to touch you. I'm not even going to be in the same room. I'm not even going to be in the same room. Yeah. Because yeah. she's in Boulder, you know? And yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, so cool. there's that. 
Wow. Well, sounds like we've got some questions from uh, from some listeners. Yep. So yeah. I want to kick text, that I, off, Aaron. I, I set up some text messages to see what people wanted us to talk about because um, I feel like we needed uh, some direction, right? So a couple of questions. So one of my friends asked, could Anna, could you ask Anna to share some of her savings tips for hoop for people who may struggling who may be struggling financially at the moment? what she did and how she recommends saving during this time. There you go, Anna. Yeah, totally. So the very first thing you should do. Read your book. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have mine here too. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So totally get the book. If you don't have it, you can get it at <laughs> vendorsguidebook.com. For everyone or- that's listening, Anna's holding it up on the camera. So there we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that she authored. Yeah. 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 So I wrote a book about how to get out of debt super fast. So I know what I'm talking about. Um, so the main thing that I would recommend doing is to not, if you're worried about money right now, which so many of us are, um, do not try to get out of debt right now. It is totally okay. Like, I think a lot of people feel this pressure to like, oh my gosh, I have to like, save money and still get out of debt. And it's like, the reality is, is things are so uncertain that a lot of people are just in survival mode. So like, Mm -hmm. don't put the pressure on yourself to try to, um, survive and get out of debt. Uh, the spending fast can be used as a way to gain, uh, more secure financial footing, no matter where you're at in your life. Um, and if we're going through a global pandemic or not. So, um, right now, don't try to pay off debt. Just simply, simply survive. Um, another thing to do is to create a wants and needs list, and that'll help you get really, really clear about things that you can cut out, things that, um, uh, you know, kind of discretionary spending. What, um, what differentiates a want from a need? Because I think sometimes like, uh, people would think like things are a need when actually they're a want. Yeah. So, I mean, the, I think one of the reasons the spending fast has been so effective and our community has been able to pay off over 8 million in debt is is because it is so customizable. Like um, you get to decide what is a priority to you in your life. So when I created my wants and needs list initially, I um, said, you know what, these are needed to survive. And these are things that are needed. Um, for my emotional well-being, like, or, or like I was working at the courthouse at the time. And so I decided I needed to be able to dye my hair still. So I added that to like my needs list. Um, and, and like a lot of people add like doggy daycare or like pedicures, you know, when we're not like, you know, when in the lockdown, when we're not in a global Mm -hmm. pandemic, you know? Um, so it's just kind of like, what you need to like survive and what you need to um, have your mental health and emotional well-being taken care of. And that's something that you get to decide. So like something you would might put on your wants and needs list might not be something I put on. Like in my book, I talk about, um, you know, I give an example of my wants and needs list and it's just to be used as a guide, but it really should be totally customized to your own priorities. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that helps, that'll help you get like a really good idea about where 
you should be spending. And then I always recommend like, after you get going in it for a while, like if um, you start and you're like, oh my gosh, I have these items that are kind of in a gray, like, I don't know what I should do with these, then um, put them as a need. And then as you get going and kind of get in the groove with it, just scoot those over um, to the want side and don't spend on the wants and just kind of get more competitive with yourself. But I mean, really anything you can do, like, and this is if money is, if we're not in a global pandemic, <laughs> you know, like you have to use all of these, this, this idea with um, like a grain of salt right now, you know, it's like, just survive right now. Don't try to pay off your debt, pay the minimums. Um, also, some other tips I wrote down is to be sure, I feel like this might be a no brainer, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, take advantage of government programs um, and talk to your employer um, call your mortgage company or your landlord, see if, if there's any deferments if you need that. Um, and you can do this even, you can do this and just kind of find out what your options are and then weigh it all and find out if it would help you to take advantage of any of these things that are being offered. Um, obviously unemployment, um, if you have been laid off and call your creditors because they're also doing um, different things to help people out during this time. So just kind of knowing what, where you stand with things and what your options are, I think that's pretty empowering. Um, so yeah, those are the tips that I have for that. Okay, so, so what about, so the other parts of that question was maybe also what do you do if you're now down to one income, et cetera? Yeah, so additional it, things. Yeah, so if you are down to one income, um, I do have um, a side gig master list. If you go to andthenwesave.com, you can get that. That's There's like 195 side gig ideas. Actually, I think I gave it to you at one point, Amy. It's awesome. I highly so many, endorse it. Yeah. Yeah, so many ideas, um, so whether many. we're in a global pandemic or not. Obviously, some of them you won't be able to do right now with shutdowns, but it's like so good to just get your mind going about like, oh my gosh, like I could totally make money doing this or, or that. And I think the main thing is, um, to like, if you are down to one income, you know, like just get really creative with how you can cut back and then other ideas about where people are needing help and how you might be able to fill a need that people have. So. I feel like I just did an infomercial. <laughs> you did a great job. I was just listening. Do you have any examples that you could tell people, like stories or real life examples, so that people about about anything that you just said, like the side gigs, maybe <laughs> the side the gigs, side or, gigs. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Oh, another thing. Um, this isn't about your question, Aaron, That's but okay. another tip. Um because of where we're at right now with the social distancing and so many cities and states being shut down, um, there is a community of people that are um, also trying to get out of debt or struggling uh, with money stuff. And that's uh, at, on Facebook. It's a free group that I have and it's uh, spendingfastersgroup.com. And that's a group to where you can just kind of talk about what you're going through so that you know you're not alone in this. And I feel like there's a lot of power in just saying and knowing like you're not the only one in that situation. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I bet they have some great ideas for side gigs. Oh yeah, too, totally. Right? 
Totally. Yeah. And if you search in that group, it's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Or here's what's happening in my state, you know, and then maybe you can look into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, Aaron, I don't really have an, uh, an example. I don't think it's a very good question. Anecdote <laughs> right now, but if I think of one. I, I have an think. example you gave me once. What? Great. So, so you were saying, you, what? I'm drawing a blank. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. So, well, I have two comments to make. First, you um, you got yourself out of a tremendous amount of debt yeah. doing this. Yeah. And so it's not only that you're an author, but yeah. like your own experience totally. doing this. Um, but then the second thing I would say is you told me like I could get really creative with, you know, even like renting um, my garage, for example, mm -hmm. or renting yep. a space in my garage, or I have a backyard. And so like, I could think about like having puppy play dates or, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like a puppy happy hour or something so that dogs could just come and run around. Like, like I really appreciated your perspective and really like that, um, that guide, the, yeah. the side gigs guide that you have. Cause if you get it, then you can just link right to all these different ideas. Mm -hmm. And there's so much in there that I just wouldn't have even thought about, but it's yeah. Great yeah. resource. I'm glad that you found that helpful. And I mean, I think that's what's so cool about like all those side gigs is it's like, and, and you know, if you're struggling with money right now, it's like, just to get your mind thinking about like, oh yeah, I didn't even think yes. that. Like people need somewhere to take their dogs, even if the dog could just be outside. Yes. And yeah. Run around. Like yeah. that's a benefit to someone. And like, it's very low impact on like your daily life. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, drop the dog, then Venmo me 20 bucks or yeah. 30 bucks mm -hmm. for the day or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. 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 So. Good yeah. stuff. Good, good stuff. Good question. Yeah. Good yeah. question, listener. Um, okay. So then the next, so then I, all these questions, I kind of grouped them into, so that was finances. And then the next is coping skills, habits, mental and emotional health. Amy, you want to read those, those thoughts? There's three of them. And then we'll give the, the tips or you want to do the tips and I'll read them. Um, Let's see here. Just point me to where I am looking. At the rain, you mean? Above the rain. Above the rain. Those, all okay. those questions. This is where with. I see what you're saying. Yep. Yes, 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 I see. Okay, so question number one. Uh, what do you do if you are comfort eating up a storm or drinking, et cetera, due to stress? What do you do when you find yourself falling back on harmful coping strategies that make you jeopardize your health or if you stop exercising and just want to sleep, et cetera. Great. Yep. Should I keep going? Yep, the next yep. so one? We'll just, yeah. That, okay. To give idea about what people are thinking about. Got it. Okay. Another question was underlying anxiety, even when you feel good, there is uh, still something there right now. Like, I think, I think this person is asking like the underlying anxiety, even when like things are good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I think just another one here is anxiety. You know, we can protect ourselves, but we can't control others. Right. So I think that brings up a really good point of just there. We are living with so much anxiety mm -hmm. produced mm -hmm. probably yeah. by uncertainty in the future and right. or what the future is going to look like. And then, I mean, I can totally relate to that. Um, 
this question, what that person said about like, we can't control others, mm-hmm. you know, and just the anxiety producing or just the anxiety that that produces. Right. So definitely some, some great tips, right. For what to do. Yeah. So for his helpful things. Um, so one thing that I think is awesome is so Tara Brock, she's a meditation teacher. She's a therapist. I think she's a speaker. She does all sorts of things. She's pretty funny when she does her presentations and she has also has a podcast where it has, um, free meditations. And then she talks about some sort of, um, like applicable talk. And so the thing she talks about often is the practice of rain. And so rain is, is when something happens, right? So we're recognizing. So the R is that we're recognizing what is happening. So let's take one of those for, so comfort eating up a storm. So I've been eating sugar like a champion. Um, and I went on a run yesterday and I was like, maybe my practice of two desserts during quarantine, I'll say to Chris, like we already had two desserts. We can't have any other things. And those freaking, we, we went to target and he got those freaking Cadbury eggs. Oh Oh my God. I love those. I love it, like eating the shell around it, and then I let the ooh come out. They're so good. So we're going to recognize what's happening. I'm hog-jazzing the shit (laughs) out of Cadbury eggs. So that's the issue with that. So I'm recognizing what happened. I'm allowing the experience, the eggs, I'm allowing the experience to be there just as it is. So like, okay. So I feel like I need to, every time I go to the kitchen, to grab a few eggs. It's not really my... Wait, are they the big eggs? Or No, no, no. They're like the little nuggets. It's not like the crap... The There's a whole bunch of new kinds, I feel like, this They're year. They're the minis. Yes. It's just oh this God. like solid little eggshell. Oh, I know. You're talking no, about purple bag. Oh, yes. Do they have like a malt? Is it malty? Nope. No, it's like a... It's just solid. Like candy, candy-covered pastel covering on that and oh the, i need to get some of those oh they're so good addictive chocolate on the inside it okay is. wait side story okay. i got it just quick okay so about that package of chocolate yeah. eggs mm-hmm. yeah um i when i was a teacher there yeah. were a couple kindergarten teachers who loved those eggs so much that when it was cadbury egg season they would go and like we would literally take breaks we would walk our classrooms by each by that classroom because they had the stash of the purple cadbury eggs oh, yeah and it Girl, was we got to go this way oh yeah <laughs> so good give you the hand up and you keep on walking oh yeah right. yeah through the day yeah that's what yeah. i feel like's happening like get this the hand slide. The kitchen yes yep. and you so have a little yummy. coffee i'm having a little coffee treat in the afternoon and i'm eating these chocolate cover i'm eating these espresso mm-hmm. espresso and Cadbury eggs. Yum. I can't tell if like the coronavirus is going to get everybody in amazing shape because there's so much like online video exercising happening or if it's going to be like, we're all going to be 20 pounds heavier. Have you heard of the the COVID-19? Yeah. (laughs) Pounds. The COVID nineteen. Yeah. Watch out for that. I wore my T shirt that says "Get your fat pants on." That's, oh, bought me for that's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I I think people are. I want to. We're gonna get back, we'll get back to, to I and N. But I think people are gonna have a really hard time going back to pants that have like buttons. Yeah. And a zipper and jeans. I yeah. think we're gonna have a new level of like wearing pajamas outside. I str- I did. Oh, I did too. 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everybody outside on walks is in loungewear. Like, yeah. it's literally <laughs> like, like nobody's getting dressed. I mean, yeah. I do have to say, uh, like putting on makeup today and then the other day, I, I have started to realize like the things that I, that make me feel good for me personally rather right. than for external things. It's like, oh my gosh, I feel mm. significantly better when I do these certain things rather yes. than when I do them because I think I'm going to run into somebody in particular yes. or like be in this certain situation, you know, and it's like, oh, I am feeling good from the outside in in this situation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm with you, but I, I have to put on regular pants and I've been wearing jeans every day because Ooh, I, I have to feel that makes me feel normal. So that, yeah. we have makeup, I got jeans. There we go. Yeah. And um, I, another thing that makes me feel like regular and normal, uh, that I noticed, and this was pre pandemic time, whenever I would go on a trip and I would not shave my legs mm-hmm. and something about that just made me feel like not normalized. Mm. And so like, th- it sounds so weird, but like, no. I have to make sure to like still shave my legs when I go on vacation because it's like a, um, normalizing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's good good to know whatever those things are. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever those things are that make you feel okay. Do you have anything, Amy, that you do? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope. No, not really. I mean, I probably should, but no. No. There ain't no shoulds around here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There ain't no shoulds in these pods. (laughs) We don't do shoulds. That's right. All right, so rain. Okay, so then I <laughs> investigate with interest and care, right? And so why am I eating all of these Cadbury eggs? Like, what is <laughs> happening with me? Because I was real emotional this week. And so I'm trying to soothe with that chocolate. Not the best plan. We're in a, in a social isolation or distancing, whatever. And so that's what I got. And then I went on a run last night and I felt like total crap because I'm like oh I can feel the sugar my Uh joints hurt like I just felt gross and no the Rona is not in me right now Uh, (laughs) Rona no Rona Rona. is that you Rona 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 you so crazy (laughs) you crazy Rona you're your Rona (laughs) so investigate with care rather than like beat myself up which is never helpful about like why I'm eating this. I need to stop blah, 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 all that stuff. Not helpful. So I'm interested in care. This is what, and then N is nurture with self-compassion. So like, it doesn't make me feel good instead of like, no, you can't eat them. It's like, no, this does not make me feel good. And ultimately like my energy spikes and then crashes. I can have a few a day and that's okay. And so I can parent myself like nurture with self-compassion. And so that's how I deal with that. So the R is recognize what's happening. A is allow the experience to be there just as it is. I is investigate with interest and care. And then N is to nurture with self-compassion. That's Love it. Yep. Yeah, so good. It's like so non-judgmental yes. of yourself. Yes. Um, important have you guys ever seen this? The Calm app? Nope. This Budify. Is- this is Budify. 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 Yeah, Budify has a wheel. And if you go to stress and difficult emotions and then look at that one down there, 
Rain. rain. Oh, it's yeah. rain, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, rain, man. <laughs> you can you can be guided through. Oh. The meditation that Erin you just walked us through. Wow, love that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, for free. Look at that resource. Say it again. Damn. Budafy. Damn, you're good. Mm-hmm, that's okay. good. You know what I've been noticing when I have anxiety? Yep. Um, the n- number one thing that I do to get my anxiety under control is to um, think about someone else or like try to get out of mm-hmm. my head, mm-hmm. like try to do something for someone else. And usually it just is like calling someone or being like, hey, what's up with you? You know, like, especially now when it's like limited. Um, and even if they don't ever call me back, it's just like, okay, you know, looking through my phone, like, oh, you know, what's going on with this person? How are they doing? It's just, you know, getting out of myself. And because it's like so much of my anxiety is like, just like the swirling, Yes. you know, like that, um, like they say in yoga, the hamster wheel. Monkey mind, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's been a big help for me lately. Good. Mm-hmm. Tips, tips, tips. Tips, tips, tips. tips. Full of tips. Yes, okay. we are. <laughs> All right. So the next one. So this is a I'll give a little shout out to the Kali Institute. So we have a blog, but it's actually really helpful during this, right? So power up, stay how to stay sane, stay resilient, and stay effective during crisis. So your power-up routine can be done anywhere and has three simple parts. So the first one is three, two, one centering. So the three is named three things that you see right now in your, in your house. So it can be like, I see Anna's beautiful face. I see Amy's pop of lipstick and uh, I see my computer, right? And so that, that's that. So three things. And then two things that I hear. So I hear laughing and then I hear myself talking and then one thing that I'm touching. So I feel my desk right now. Right. And so what that does is that when we are anxious and we are kind of on that hamster wheel, it breaks, it gets you back into the present and it breaks that kind of cycle that's happening in your head. And so that's why we do that. And then the second thing on the the power up is micro gratitude practice and so with gratitude whether it's like you're being grateful about about big things or your or small things mm-hmm. um we do we practice gratitude and it is a practice because we have a negative bias right i think we talked about this in another episode yeah we, we did a negativity bias where you um negative things stick to you like velcro and positive things fall off like tef- teflon and so we need to train our brain and so micro gratitude. So the next step is to notice. So write down three to five things, small things in which you are grateful for. So right now, I am grateful for talking to you all during this podcast and seeing your faces, Amy and Anna. I am grateful <laughs> that I had coffee today. And I would say I am grateful for spin drift. I don't know if you've had this sparkling water, but it is delicious. Real juice. So- real juice in that that's so good so y'all had a really good trip to target oh it was a (laughs) no you can also get that trader joe's yeah oh okay Mm -hmm. i need to get some of that right okay so it's wait so it's juice and sparkling water only 17 cows though just saying it's a tight it's like a hint of juice but it is so good the orange mango holy it's just like a natural flavoring Yes. Oh, yum. There was a really good episode on how you built this, uh, how you build this um, with the owner 
or the founder of Spindrift. Oh, really good. And he was talking about natural essence and the and juice and why he went that route. So I think that's interesting. Yeah, you know what is super super good in uh, seltzer water? What grapefruit essential oil? Mm. Ooh, so good, so fresh. Can you drink that shit? That's okay. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Make sure, yeah, make sure you get the kind that's for consumption. Yes. But so you yeah. have to get the you have to get the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so fresh. Like three drops mm. of that. Mm. Mm. Pamplemousse. I actually I actually prefer it. It took to... a second, Ada. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Kink, kink, kink. Slow moving. Uh-huh. Um it it's I prefer the oil to pamplemousse. Oh. It pomplemousse. Pamplemousse. <laughs> pamplemousse. Pam- Pam- no, pomplemousse. Pomplemousse. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Because, because the oil is more grapefruity. Okay. And the oh, stronger. And the <laughs> pamplemousse. Pam- <laughs> you said pamplemousse, Amy. Yeah. Pamplemousse. is stress reducing inverted movement so that's five to ten minutes of just stretching so it's not like getting your heart rate it's just like getting in your body so the more grounded that we are the better that we can handle all the anxiety or the motions that are coming up and so if you could take you can take 15 minutes of your day right or 10 minutes of your day so we do three to one centering and then we do the micro gratitude practice write down three to five things and then reducing stress and so that you can connect into your body, to your intuition, so that you know and that you can be here in the present moment. So this can help when we feel kind of crazy, we can do those things. Um, if you wanna know more about what the science behind that or the research behind it, you can check out the Collie Institute and go to blog and it's called, the article is called Power Up, How to Stay Sane, Stay Resilient, and Stay Effective During Crisis. So that's that. Wait, inverted movement? Yes. Like so upside down movement? No, so, so like not movement, but just like moves, like gentle, I guess. Right? Okay. So the final step is both allowing the mind to reconnect to its best functioning. So it's an opportunity to make sure that our mind is well connected to our body and intuition. Um, this is a time for simple, simple or gentle alignment of our whole selves. So it's not like I'm going for a run. I'm just not like I'm getting on the Peloton. It's just that I'm just like stretching. And it moves, mm, it moves yeah. the insides to kind of get me a massage. wiggle. Get those wiggle, wiggle, baby. Get those wiggles, wiggles out. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. The insides. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's> good. <laughs> Here we are. Here oh. we are. Go ahead. The power up thing makes me think about something I heard Rachel Hollis say when I got yeah. to hear her um, speak one time. She has this really great thing where she has um, like a power song. Mm. And it's like you have to save these power songs for your power up time. Mm. Just for like pump up, power up. Like it's like in an emergency, this is my go to power song. So, like any song by Saweetie. <laughs> that's right that's like our unofficial theme song that's right Sweetie. it's so dirty it is dirty but it's a really good song yeah that's but right. um yeah so like whatever it is and she said i thought this was interesting she said that you just have to make sure you don't listen to it 
uh, when you're not in your power up mode. Okay. Hmm. That might be hard. Like you just keep yeah. it for that. I know. It's sacred. Yeah. That's a good tip. That's a good yeah, tip. I thought yeah. it was a good tip. Okay. Um, We're just all about the tips. The tip. Well, this whole Seriously. episode is tip heavy. It's good. Just a tip. Needs them. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm excited to hear you talk about your story, but I'm going to talk about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. To get there, right? So that we can set it up and then you give a great example. Right? You you go. You are running yeah. with this one. Right. I know. You okay. got this. You so got it. And also remember, we talked about this, but we're in the middle of a worldwide, worldwide trauma. So you were talking about that, Anna, about last time when you were talking to Crystal in therapy, like this was what was happening. Yep. So oftentimes when we are under stress, we revert back to old habits and familiar coping skills because that's just what we do. Um, so our brains are kind of wired that way. So I have reduce my caffeine. I gave this example before. I reduced my caffeine before, and now I, <laughs> oh, I'm back to <laughs> caffeine. I love that noise. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, and so, and some people are sure. I got a, a, G, an, a G chat yesterday, and my friend was like, so how are you doing on uh, the sugar? And I was like, I'm not doing well on the sugar. That's a fucking, that's, no, that's just where it is. Okay. So trauma, if we think about this, so trauma, this is happening to all of us in one form or another. And so trauma is just a dysregulation of the nervous system. And what the hell does that mean? So all it means is that, is there too much charge in my body or is there too little charge or energy in my body? So I feel like real anxious or like rageful. We got that Corona rage happening. Yes. Like get like I'm all jacked up. Or do I need a little boost? Do I need that power up? Do I feel like I can't get out of bed? I'm unmotivated. I'm kind of checked out. I've watched seven episodes of the Tiger King in a row. Whatever you and the rest of the world. Yeah, I know. I haven't watched that many in a row. I'm just oh, okay. an example because Tiger King is everywhere. Popping. Popping. Um... Yeah, so some Real ideas. Quick aside, yeah, 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 go ahead. Do we think Carol did it? Oh, I'm not wait. there yet. Oh, Do shit. I, yeah, oh, don't say that. Don't Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I didn't say it, anything, did I? I don't, we don't know. I don't, I don't even don't know, know what you're saying, but you shouldn't have we don't asked even that. Know. <laughs> I, should I don't even know what that. it is. Okay. So you okay. just disregard that, and we'll talk yeah. about it. And we give can't even edit that out right Yeah, exactly. We're not even going to edit it. We're nope. live. We're live. This is Sorry. Good thing we are just going to skip over that. Okay. Right Moving on. All right. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> no spoilers here. All right. So some ideas for charging up your system. So if we inhale, that gets your system like going, right? So eating. So if you are like real low energy and eating, this is normalized eating, not my obsessive chocolate eating. So if you need to rest, because you could need to rest, sex, feeling emotions, stimulation. So I might need to have a conversation or I might need to have some lemongrass in my diffuser, oh. Amy, and oh, sell in this inspiration. So that helps, right? So discharging of energy. So you can focus on exhaling <sighs> and that helps a ton, right? So you Anna, can, don't exhale too hard because your mic picks it up. <laughs> Wendy, it sounds like I'm talking to you on, when I'm going for a run. That's what it sounded like. PTSD trauma. Can you turn your phone on mute? Thank you. Okay. So, right. All right. So then working, because that will discharge some of your energy. When I'm frantically spraying pine saw all over my house to clean it, I'm discharging energy. You can create things. You can express your emotions, activity, yelling, running. You can give, like you were talking about, Anna, when you have anxiety and you're calling other people to give, that helps discharge that. 
things that do both. So meditation, yoga, conversations, exercise, emotion, expressive. No, I'm in the right. Exercise, massage, walking, uh, and then being in nature. So it's just whatever the things that you need. So the simple way to like, what is happening with me right now? Do I need to discharge energy or do I need to take in energy? Like discharge or power up and then do something that helps with that very simply. Cause I think our brains get overloaded. Like I should be doing all these things. How do I do yeah. this? And it's very simply, what do I need? Yeah. Right now? So there we go. Anna. Yeah. Great story you're about to tell. Oh yeah. yeah. So I discharged energy mm-hmm. very effectively based on a tip I learned on our podcast by Aaron Linehan. Mm-hmm therapist extraordinaire at the Institute.com. Book your sessions now. There you go. Book your sessions now. We're doing teletherapy people. Yeah. Everybody. So, um, yeah, so crazy, crazy experience happened Sunday. We, we have been in the house so much. We've been doing our quarantine part and staying in the city as much as possible. And we have just we just got super stir crazy, decided to go, um, just out to like golden, which is just a few, just a little bit of ways, uh, from Denver. And when we were on the way to this, um, hike, we came upon a car that had just flipped over and the picture um, was crazy. So crazy. And the wheel was still spinning when we came upon it. And, um, we were just like, Oh shit, what happened? And just kind of looking to see what was going on. And, um, then all of a sudden, uh, one of the ladies, there were like two people there already, two or three already. And one of the ladies um, from a different car, from um the opposite direction is just this two lane little um, side route route 40 and they were like calling for people to come over and i was like oh my gosh this is my chance like i need to go help and you know all those i survives all those my favorite murders that i've listened to this is the training i've been doing for this moment right here (laughs) right now put me in coach this is it. This is I'm it. here to help. It will I show up? Will this is the time to show up? Uh, this is the time to pull the body out of the car. These are the things I'm thinking. Well, that's what you did, right? I didn't pull body. Oh, out of oh, I thought you did. Okay, you did? No, I thought yeah. This is like I thought you had to pull it. Okay, go ahead. No, Sorry. I didn't have to pull her body out. So I go running, trotting up there, um, check it out, see what the situation is, and they're like. Um, we can't get the door open. Uh, you know, who's saying that? One of the people there. Oh, okay. Like one a of the bystanders. Bystanders, yeah. Yeah, okay. and then they're like, we can't get the door open. We got to get our seatbelt off. And then they're like, how many people are in the car? It was just like this, so like just so fast, you know. Meanwhile, someone's calling nine one one, and um. I realized that nobody had checked to see, like all the windows were still busted, were busted out from the accident, the flip. And did so, you, were you able to talk to the person in the car? Yeah, totally. So like I, so we were able to see that there was no one else in the car. She was still conscious, which was great. Wow. Um, and then I realized that nobody like had tried unlocking the door and just opening it. So I did that. And then, um, sure one of the bystanders, <laughs> um, cut off her seatbelt. And then they started talking about like, we need to get her out of the car. And I'm like, 
and unless the card's going to blow up, I don't think we should move her. Yes, that's because right. Because she could be become paralyzed by being moved, you know? And so anyway, um, I, there was like a towel right by her and I- Wait, just, was the girl, was she like freaking out? She was like, she couldn't move. Like the car was like crushed on her and she was like slumped over just her back to the um, driver's side door. And that's kind of where I was kind of able to wiggle in. And it, I mean, the coronavirus, I mean, everybody, that wasn't even like something that we were thinking about. It was like, we got to just help her and do whatever we need to do. And um, anyway, so it was like super high um, adrenaline. Like it was just like one thing after another. And then somehow I ended up being the one holding like the compress to her head while we're, you know, underneath, like twisted under, um, holding it to her head. And, you know, we were, we all decided, I guess that we needed to keep the blood in her, you know, put pressure on the, what we could tell was cut. And like, so I was just like talking with her and like, then all of a sudden, like the blood went through the towel and like the guy who had cut off the seatbelt was giving me more paper towels. And it was just like, I did not expect that I would be the one holding the compress to her head. And I was just able to talk to her a little bit and just like reassure her, like, you know, the paramedics are on their way. And she was like asking about God and her mom. And she was just like, I was like, God's right here with you. And like, you're not alone. And just trying to like tell her that. And then, um, I was like, you know, there's this really great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did not. I'm totally joking. <laughs> so great. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> no, and then so she's asking for, for God and her, and her mom. And she's like, did, ha, does my mom know? Has my mom been called? And was I'm she, like, was she young? I think she was like in her fifties and like, I was just like able to like, just talk to her and like rub her back at one point and just be like, Oh my gosh, they're going to be here soon. Like, you know what? It's going to be okay. And you know, they're going to get you fixed up. Like, um, they're going to literally be here so fast, but it was so crazy because like everything in her car was like laying on her, like the floor mats, like, um, Uh. air fresheners, like the radio was still playing. Um, It was so wild. Anyway, then um, I don't even know how long it was. It, they got there very fast, the paramedics. And I got a tap on the shoulder and was like, hey, I'm a paramedic. I can take over. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then like, I just was like walking away and I looked at my hands and they were like covered. And um, wow, it was just so like, oh my gosh. And I had this surge of like adrenaline. And, you know, I was just like, we got to just move along. So the paramedics and everybody can get to her. We need to just get out of the way and, uh, move along here. And like, when I got back to the car, um, wait, so Aaron, did they like want a statement from you or anything? No, like huh. the sheriff walked by and like saw me with my hands and they were just, he just kind of like said, like acknowledge, like, Oh, hi. It was so, yeah, I kind of wow, was surprised too, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, when I got back to the car and saw Aaron and Henry and Humpty, our dog, like, I just felt like I wanted to cry, but like, I just, it just wouldn't come out. And then we finally got to like our trail 
and I just was like feeling so like worked up like a energy like a um surge I don't know what would you charge this is what we talked about a charge in your body overcharged you were overcharged yeah like so I remember what you had said on I think in season one one of the very first episodes in season one you said that you had a friend who got in a car my EMDR yeah yes she got in an accident and after the accident she was doing um jumping jacks on the side of the road yep and I remembered that and I was like, I have to fucking do jumping jacks. Mm-hmm. And so I just started doing jumping jacks on the trail. And then like, I still felt like the surge, like the surge is the perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just started like doing sprints, like I call them sprints, but I wasn't. Sloth going hiking that. club sprints. <laughs> Sloth right. hiking club team, team. life sloth hiking. Yeah. <laughs> so team I was doing, sprints. I was right. doing sprints. Uh-huh. Yeah, and nice, um, nice quotations, Anna. <laughs> yeah. Sprinting on the trail, and t- and I just kept moving until I felt that surge and that charge, like mm-hmm. like leave my body. And then, like I, um, just as a way to process it, I put a post up on my personal Facebook profile about it and just kind of wrote it out and then I've had different people ask me like how are you doing or whatever like you know that makes you know if if you still have like residual feelings or whatever that totally is normal or whatever just um things like that and the wildest thing is I do not feel like I have was traumatized by that and I think it's because of Aaron's tip and how I was, yay, Aaron! Well, Anna did it. That, yay, Anna! Trauma. <laughs> yay, yay! So good. Makes my heart so happy. But like, holy shit! To like avoid trauma. Yeah. By fucking jumping jacks. Yeah. Are you avoiding it, or you're just like but getting it out of your body, moving it? Yeah. yeah so not. That, yeah. I mean, like, if. If yeah. you have an incident like that and your nervous system is overwhelmed and then it gets stuck, that's what causes the trauma. But if you oh. like, if something happens, you have all that energy and that surge in your system and you're able to like complete the trauma cycle, then it doesn't get stuck in your system. Of course, like when you think oh, back about a flipped over car, like then it is, that's not like a pleasant thing to think about, but it's not feeling in your nervous system. Like yeah. it's not stuck. That's what happens. Yeah. 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 I I mean, I guess I said avoid, but I meant like walk through it. Yeah. 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 Completed the Uh, trauma cycle. There you go. So crazy. That's great. Yeah. And I just, I was, I, I'm able to like look at that situation and be proud of myself for how I showed up. Cause like, you know, like having anxiety and looking at, you know, watching I survived or all these true crime podcasts and shows. It's like, I always want to think that I would show up in the way that I had hoped, you know, Mm -hmm. I would, that I could be of of service and help people in that situation, but you don't really know how you're going to show up in those situations until you're in it. Yep. So I was super proud of myself that I was able to be present and helpful and, you know, I, um, I just felt really proud of myself for that. And then to be able to like work through that trauma too, mm-hmm. like immediately after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so so cool that's awesome you're like so healthy i know right <laughs> you are oh yeah oh my god but you always do that's the thing is if you can do things when you're feeling that way you will always do them in the future right like like if that happens again anna you'll you will always do that which is because you're that's so pretty healthy. cool because yeah. you're yeah. so healthy. I'm like yeah. super healthy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. That's, that's yeah. I mean, I hope that woman is okay. I know. And... So my mom actually, she was like, I saw your post and I texted her too and told that my family about what happened. And they were like, um, you know, my mom's really worried about her. And yeah. And so I told her I would call the sheriff and try to find out some info. So I have a call in um, to the state uh, highway patrol to find, find out info. I hope she lived. I mean, there's, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's my uh, I love it. story on that. Good. Helpful tip. Helpful, Helpful tip. We're full of them today. We're just full of tips today. Amy, you want to read the, te- the, the mental health tips from the CDC? <clears throat> I don't know. Or I was thinking, like, should we just go to the... Um, how, to emo- the how to motivate the, in a private setting? No, the, the... Well... What were you saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. No, that's okay. I was just looking at the time. Oh. Are we okay? I don't know. When did we start? So it says an hour and 11 minutes. Whoa, yeah. for real? Whoa! Yeah. So wow. I was thinking, like, okay. maybe that was such a great ending. Ending where yeah. it was like real life example, how right. you, yeah. what did you say, Aaron? How you finish the trauma cycle? Uh, complete the trauma cycle, yeah. Complete the trauma cycle. To finish the trauma response, yeah. Because our system's gonna, gonna respond like that, and it's a way yeah. to discharge the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I feel question? like. Sure. Or I and I want to hear what you have to say too, Amy. But um, so since we've talked about this collective idea of us all, this idea of us having a collective trauma, mm-hmm. can we work through that trauma cycle right now? I mean, is it like what we talked about in the past episodes about the coronavirus, like like being mm-hmm. present and feeling those feelings, or is there anything that we can do physically to like? complete that trauma cycle like I think, just a shitload of jumping jacks dude all day every day right um i, I, I did 10 today good job girl oh, yeah. thank you um it's different because that's your incident the the one that you were part of was a one-off thing right and when we are in the middle of it right it's just about managing it and then seeing what happens at the end but, but the thing but the thing that's happening with all the trauma that's happening now even if you're checked out and watching Netflix and not doing anything, it can't motivate it, uh, can't motivate, or you're super anxious and you're kind of out of, out of your window that your system is still experiencing anxiety or anything that's happening, like negative feelings. It's still happening in your system because there's fear about things or whatever's coming up for you. And so that's why it's really important to take care of yourself, to move some of that stuff through so that when we're all through this, that you're in a better spot. And so so we can't, it's, it, it's an, it's interesting because it, this trauma, this, we have no idea when it's going to be over. And so it's not a one-off thing. It, this is like a insidious, insidious thing that keeps on going. And so you have to take care of yourself along the way, be okay. gentle with yourself so that you can process through whatever's there. So it doesn't add up and add up and add up and add up and add up. Mm, it's like a marathon trauma. 
<laughs> it sure is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think like <clears throat> a lot of the advice with the, um, you know, rain and mm -hmm. your three, two, one centering, yeah. Aaron, mm -hmm. it's like all that is doing is what that is doing in my opinion is just bringing us to the present mm -hmm. because we really don't know like yeah. what, what the result of this is going to be we don't know when it's going to end we don't know so much and um i feel like the best thing we can do is really try to be in the present as much as possible mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well so i think there's some amazing tips here guys we we've got we yeah. brain yeah. we've got power up routine mm -hmm. yeah we've got finish your your trauma cycle jumping yeah. jacks right i mean shoot let's land this plane well, what, you could you want to <laughs> do you want to read that poem or you want to save it till next time no i want to read this poem okay good and i haven't we'll read, read a poem in a while well i said you know what when i was <laughs> we were planning this last night chris was like is amy gonna read that and I said, Aww. I'll write a special note. She's like, Aww. he's like, she's got the voice for that. He, she needs to read that. Aww. There you go. Okay, this is dedicated to Chris Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> He'll love it. He'll love it. Well, I sent him a, he sent me questions that he wrote on the back. And make sure to tell everyone how much you love your husband. That's what the <laughs> thing was. So I love you, Chris. Aww. There you go. Okay, so this um, poem is by Mary Oliver, and the title of it is Invitation. Oh, do you have time to linger just for a little while? Out of your busy and very important day for the goldfinches that have gathered in a field of thistles for a musical battle to see who can sing the highest note or the lowest or the most expressive of mirth, or the most tender. Their strong, blunt beaks drink the air as they strive, melodiously, not for your sake and not for mine, and not for the sake of winning, but for sheer delight and gratitude. Believe, believe us, they say, it is a serious thing just to be alive on this fresh morning in the broken world. Keep going. That's more. I beg of you, do not walk by without pausing to attend to this rather ridiculous performance. It could mean something. It could mean everything. It could be what Rilke meant when he wrote, you must change your life. Boom. Boom. <laughs> that's a good oh, one yeah. thank you mary yeah. oliver mary yeah, oliver thank you all right we land in the plane yeah land in this mofo all right i think we can just come back next time and pick up right where we left off i think so yeah. mm -hmm. yep good well love you love you well. connected you're not yep. alone yep. wash your hands <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.